welcome to the Unteachables podcast. I'm your host, Claire, and I am absolutely no stranger to the challenges and let's face it, sometimes carnage of being a teacher. And if you found yourself here listening with me, I'd say that you might know a bit about that as well, because being a teacher is friggin' hard. And this podcast is dedicated to making you feel a hell of a lot less alone whilst giving you the knowledge, support and strategies that you need to not just survive the chaos of being a teacher, but truly thrive. Think about it as getting a weekly dose of relatable, actionable, and most importantly, enjoyable professional learning straight into your ears. So hit the subscribe button, download me for your commute, and let's get into it. Hello, lovely people. Welcome to another week of the Unteachables podcast. I'm popping on today just to do something a little bit different. I'm sure that if you've been listening to my podcast at all, you'll know that I've opened up enrollments for my April cohort of Battle Teacher, my signature classroom management course. And I've had a few questions about that saying, you know, what's involved in that? What's it like? And I thought I'd do a bit of an open house too at this episode. But with that, I'm going to go into kind of my methodology around classroom management and what some of the challenges are in that and how I overcome that. Um, so for my course, the way I describe it is that it's learning to now classroom management, but in a way that leaves a legacy of kindness and calm with every single student. And I feel that those kind of things are really often incongruous and conflicting concepts in a classroom, like being a strong teacher that can command attention and respect and engagement of their more, more challenging students. And then being a teacher who's kind and compassionate, doesn't take themselves too seriously and it's funny. And you know, the teacher that students would look back on and think like they were my favorite, they were legit, they really got me. Um, Or maybe even they are the reason I want to be a teacher. I want to be what students need, just like they were what I needed. So striking that balance is incredibly hard, especially in classrooms where you do have a lot of challenging behaviors. I know for myself that when I was early on in my career and hadn't really started to hone any of these things yet, that I struggled to stick with my own core values around being the kind of teacher that I knew I needed, which was the reason I got into the profession in the first place. So I became really overwhelmed with behaviors. I was dreading walking into the classroom. I was incredibly stressed. And I was so burnt out. I didn't have the capacity to be the teacher who is kind and compassionate. I went into survival mode. And I know a lot of teachers are in survival mode in their classrooms, trying to deal with all of the low level behaviors that stop them from teaching or students who are displaying even more challenging behaviors in the classroom for them. So this is a huge problem. And what often happens is we get into this headspace of, well, I don't want to exclude that student necessarily, but the rest of my class deserve to learn. And I 100% get why this happens. But it's about knowing how to strike that balance and supporting the students who aren't displaying challenging behaviours and teach them whilst keeping the kids who need more support with that in the room. And it takes an enormous amount of work and skill and knowing to be able to do that. But I got bloody lucky because I was able to access incredible mentorship, incredible training, experience, all of the hours in the classroom. And I really started to master things and that changed the narrative for me and my students. And this enabled me to do the work that I was really passionate about and the work that was in more alignment with my values around teaching and around supporting my students. But it took over a decade of kind of putting things together in this enormous puzzle with thousands of pieces, with no edges and very little detail. And I'm rubbish at puzzles. So it was an incredible incredibly difficult journey and a very tedious journey to get to the place that I'm at because teaching is so much more than just having heart for the job. And I certainly think it is a work of heart, but without really solid pedagogy, that heart will very quickly become very heavy and tired. And 
again, it won't be in alignment with the values that you have around education. So my mission in this space is supporting teachers to be empowered, to support their students, to tackle behavior, to nail classroom management, whether it be those frustrating lower level behaviors to those more intense, triggering, scary, hurtful, higher level behaviors. And that is exactly why I created That'll Teach Him. I consolidated the most powerful and transformational information and pedagogy from my own practice. And I've packaged it up in a way that will fast track your practice and make some huge transformations in your classroom. So much of the professional learning out there is rubbish. It's unrelatable. It's irrelevant. It's out of context. And a lot of it's actually developed and run by people who aren't actually teachers. So I set myself this task to create the best one-stop shop classroom management training for teachers that exists anywhere. So today I'm going to go over how to nail classroom management by giving you a whistle-stop tour of the That'll Teach Them course, the curriculum that I've developed for you. The following is going to be useful for those of you who are looking to potentially join me on the course and just need a little bit of information around what it's about. But for also those of you who just want to kind of dig into the conceptual lens that I use to see classroom management through. So first up, I have developed six different modules that are broken up into no modules and do modules. The no modules are crucial because they give you an insight into the what and why behind behavior through theoretical and neurological lenses. And it's crucial for us to know the why behind behavior, not so we can just address in a way that works for our students and their brains and actually helps to transform behavior in a way that is sustainable and lasting, but it also supports us as teachers to regulate ourselves, to depersonalize the behavior, to de-escalate the behavior and ultimately address things in a way that makes sense in every way for us and our students and empowers us to do that. And then the rest of the course, which is 89% of the content is super practical. It's strategy driven, it's roadmaps, it's everything that you need um, to be able to go into the classroom and actually act on these things. But you need this foundational understanding of the why before you get into the what. Everything's kind of driven by that. The whole goal for this course is to make myself as redundant and useless as possible. I get so many messages in my inbox saying, Claire, I've got this very specific behavior concern in my classroom. What do I do about it? There is no human possible way that I can sit with everybody, unpack every single issue in your classroom and be able to give you support with that. So what I was trying to do with the course is support you in a way that you can go away and say, okay, I've got this behavior issue in my class. I know exactly what is driving this behavior or I can kind of guess what's driving this behavior and I have got this enormous toolbox of strategies that I can take away and I can I can know what's next. I can do the steps. I know what to try next. I know what the best course of action will be. I don't want you to have to rely on a mentor to ask what's next. The idea is to make you a force to be reckoned with in terms of your skill in your teacher world. So in these no modules, I cover choice theory, attachment theory. I cover neuroscience. I give you reflection and um, application tasks. And all of these are covered in the first live lesson. So there are eight live lessons in total. There's an introductory lesson, which is the first one. And then there's seven live workshops where I go through all of this stuff. I step you through everything. I hold your hand through it all. So I know I feel confident that you can go away and do this in your own classrooms. I believe not only is it transformational for us to know about student behavior and our own behavior, it's really actually quite good for us to reflect on our own behaviors and know what's driving those. I found it very enlightening when I did it myself. But when our students understand their own behavior, it increases buy-in to your classroom management um, approach. It supports them to have buy-in and make authentic change. It increases their accountability and reflection and makes waves of change for our young people. So to support you 
to do that in addition to the course, there is a full scheme of work called What's With My Behaviour that you can run with your students. It's got fully resourced lessons, so like the PowerPoints, the resource worksheets, the activities, and it upskills your students to know their minds better, their behaviours better, their needs better. And what's better is it forms this kind of common language between you and them, and it feeds perfectly into a classroom management strategy that's sustainable for you and for them, and it focuses heavily on authentically transforming behaviour. I also include something called guard dog training strategies, which is a pack of resources for a calm corner, or if you're a secondary teacher like me, a drawer of regulation strategies that you can use. So as well as upskilling you on the pedagogy that you need to now classroom management, it also provides you with tools to have really important conversations with your students and make some changes with them too. So we go into the chunk and the bulk of the course now, which is the do modules. Module four is called calm classroom management. And there are three lessons in this module that make up three different live lessons. So all of the no stuff is in one live lesson and then the rest of it have one live lesson each. So these three lessons are the calm before the behavior, the calm during the behavior and the calm after the behavior. And each of these lessons provides you with explicit roadmaps to follow, to mitigate behavior before it arises, de-escalate and address the behavior in the classroom when it does arise. And then finally, after the heat of the moment, after the behavior has happened, what do we actually do to meaningfully resolve it? What are the consequences for these behaviors? What can we do to put it to rest and then start anew the next lesson? Just this module in itself, if I just ran this module as the course, it would be revolutionary for classroom management in itself. It is built on the foundation that good classroom management, effective classroom management, it isn't reactionary. It supports teachers with some of their biggest conundrums about moving away from a more punitive approach. It proves that a restorative approach is one that is clear action. It's not just something that, oh, you know, it's trauma informed. So therefore you have to kind of know these things. It is action based. It shows you how to minimize the low level behaviors, how to approach challenging behaviors in the moment when they escalate and keep the class on track. It shows you how to use a like dialogue and consequences to transform behavior in your classroom. And it shows you all of this, but ultimately it's just about you being able to address behavior in a way that you can just keep doing what you are there to do, which is freaking teach. Each of these parts are just as important as the last. We need to know what to do before the storm of the behavior to minimize it. We need to know when behaviors still pop up, what we need to do to address them to keep those other 29 in the room on board. And then we need to have a plan, a resolution. So in the future, those students who are still behaving in challenging ways are little by little being supported to make these changes in their behavior. Either way, you're spending time. And when we spend time in this way, then by the end of the year, we're going to have a class that we really, really genuinely enjoy going into. Then once we are finished with module four, we have module five, which is consistent and clear classroom management. I believe with every single piece of me that the best and most effective classroom management is preventative and it happens before your students even walk through that door. It's about routine, structure, consistency and clarity and they're a bread and butter to think how important clear and consistent classroom management is. Imagine if you walked into school and you never knew when staff meetings were, you had no clue whether or not you'd be able to get into school and just, you know, have some photocopying and have a sip of coffee, or you'd be hauled into a 45 minute meeting right up until the bell. Like going into that kind of day, how would you feel? You wouldn't feel relaxed. And it's the same for our students. That level of inconsistency and unpredictability doesn't sit well with any of us as human beings. So it's about minimizing the unknown. And there are two lessons in this module. The first is about differentiation. And yes, it's a classroom management course, but classroom management is every single thing we do. And teaching and learning is no exception. In fact, it has a hell of a lot to do with it. When students aren't able to access or understand the learning, the 
resulting stress response in that can lead to an increase in disengaged and disruptive behaviors. So the lesson is the key to tackling this through easy to implement differentiation strategies. So this lesson is just a toolbox of differentiation strategies where I teach you six things that you can easily embed into your planning of routines every single lesson. It takes a guesswork out of it. And not just that, but it's true differentiation. It's differentiation that ensures that all students are able to access the lesson by meeting them where they're at. So I make sure that I do everything possible in that lesson to upskill you in some really quick and easy differentiation strategies. So in the live lesson, I go through each of them. I step you through the process of planning. I give you templates and tasks for going through that same process. I go through a sample differentiation lesson and implementation tasks. So I don't leave anything to chance. I make sure that you walk away from that lesson going, you know what, I've got this toolbox of differentiation strategies that aren't going to add a million years to my planning. I know how to do this quickly and easily and Bob's your uncle. So the second lesson in this module is about consistency and clarity in your expectations for students to behave in the way that you expect. They need to know what we expect and they also need to respect what we expect. They need to have buy into it and they need to know how to meet those expectations as well. And we can't expect students to behave in the way we need them to if we don't teach them exactly what that looks like or how to get buy-in from them. And this lesson is the how-to of communicating what you expect in a way that students understand, they have buy-in for, and they respect it. So in part one of the lesson, I give you four, a four-step roadmap for setting expectations that students respect and buy into. And I go over how to use these as a tool for your classroom management as well. It's not something that just sits there and collects dust. It's, some, it's a tool for you. It's something that should be used regularly in your classroom. And then part two of the lesson is all about other aspects of co- consistent practice. So non verbal communication, the consistency in our verbal language and exit and entry routines. Finally, we have module six, connected classroom management. We cannot expect that buy-in from our students without first making them feel connected, connected to us, connected to the space, connected to the learning. So this module is all about the power of relationships and effectively managing behavior and how to foster strong connections with all students, even those that are hard to reach. And I give you a roadmap to do that. I give you strategies to do that because I hate when people tell you that the relationship relationship is this really important thing that we need to do, but then it feels so freaking hard with the students who do display challenging behaviors when they're not coming into the classroom to begin with, when they're coming in and chucking things around, when they're coming in and calling you a BITCH, when they're actually acting in ways that are so incredibly challenging, you can't break through with them. So I go over how to strike a balance between fostering those positive relationships with those students and addressing challenging behaviors with them, because there's such a conundrum there. And the conundrum is that when it comes to addressing challenging behaviors with students, it's like withdrawing from the relationship. It's like a tiny little fracture in the relationship. That is fine if you can then invest more into it. But the conundrum is the more challenging behaviors a student has, the more you have to address it. And it feels like it's one step forward and three steps back, but it doesn't have to be like that. And we can manage behaviors with these students in a way that does strike the balance. And we need to be able to do this to progress with our students. So this lesson's all about that and I give you a specific investment toolbox of strategies to go out there and strengthen the relationships of those students and as well as develop the class community. Um, But particularly for those who have been displaying challenging behaviors, it's really stepping you through how to make those awkward phone calls home, how to go out there and actually try to develop a relationship when things are feeling so fractured, when things are feeling so isolating with them. Um, But even just from these strategies of building those relationships with those students, teachers find that the behaviors in their classrooms are night and day. So all of these modules alone are stepping you through things that are going to be transformational in themselves. But then when you put them all together, it's just 
incredible for your practice. And when you follow these roadmaps and these strategies, you are bound to see some really positive changes in your classroom space. So then after those six modules, we have a final section just to wrap it all up. And that is your open house tour of that'll teach them. And it also shows just how much goes into nailing classroom management. It's not just one thing. It is absolutely everything. Oh my God, teachers are not babysitters. The skill that goes into this work is astronomical. And I think this course is living, breathing proof of that. If you have any other questions about the course, please do not hesitate to reach out via email or my Instagram. If you're listening in real time, the doors are closing really soon. They're closing on the 29th of April. So it's just five days away. This is the only intake I'm doing this year because of my commitments, writing my book. And of course, the most important job in the world of raising my little girl, who's nearly four months now. Um, It is a live course, but you have access to it for the whole year. So if you can't attend those eight live sessions, you can watch the replays whenever suits you. Um, This also means that, yes, if you are from other parts of the world, you can most certainly join as well. I've got people from all over the the globe. I've got people from New Zealand and Australia. I've got people from the UK. I've got people from all over Europe, people from the US. And it is so exciting to have such a big scope of different teachers in different places. And I think that as teachers, especially since starting my Instagram, oh my goodness, teachers have the same issues, the same struggles, no matter where you are in the world. So it's really exciting. Honestly, teachers deserve this support. They deserve real, applicable, relevant, just judgment-free support. And if, if you have made it this far in the episode, I think there's just a little part of you that would like to join me. So this is your sign. I can't wait to support you in your teaching journey. It is such a privilege to do so. I said in another podcast episode that I literally remember every moment, every mentor, every training I did, every lesson observation, every little bit of criticism and learning and unlearning and relearning. Over the past 13 years, I remember all of those little details that has led me to creating this course. And I know that when I'm a part of your journey, you'll remember this as well. And it means everything to me. And it's really exciting to be able to do this. I spoke earlier about my values in education around students, and this is just living, breathing proof of that as well. I have been talking for 17 minutes and I am very acutely aware of the fact that I already have a really quick way of speaking, but I I think it's an Australian thing as well. But I, since having my baby and she's out in the lounge room at the moment, I feel like I am just doing double time with everything. And that includes speaking on these podcasts because I'm like, bish, bash, bosh. I want to get it out there. I want to do this, but I also just need to do it very quickly. So I hope that if you're not from Australia, you can understand exactly what I've said. And if you can't understand what I've said, I highly doubt you would have gotten to this point anyway. So there's nothing I can do about it now. (laughs) Okay. I hope that you have a wonderful week ahead, everybody. I hope to see you in the course, but if not, I can't wait to continue to support you through the podcast, through my Instagram and through all of those channels. Take care and speak to you next time. 